Troops and welcome to the With Mates podcast with me, your host, Andrew Grayson, and we are back with another movie review and shock horror. It's not a Marvel review. We are joined today by the host of the Comic Nation podcast. It's the one, it's the only, Curtis Campbell. What's happening, mate? Not much, my man. Thank you very much for having me again. No, I'm very happy to have you, my friend. Curtis and I recently, uh, Wednesday, last Wednesday, I believe it was, went to see this after a, an, enorm- an enormous amount of time waiting on an Italian arriving for us to eat. We eventually made our way to the cinema to see the movie that we will be talking about today, which is Billet Train. <laughs> I am ready. You are getting the new and improved me. Because if you put peace out in the world, you get peace back. I think you might be forgetting what you do for a living. Take the gun. Every job I do, somebody dies. I'm not that guy anymore. Some conflicts require a gun. Hey, this is nice. Yes, ladies and gents, this is the new Brad Pitt movie. Myself and Curtis went together to Cineworld in Silverburn, which is in Glasgow, for people who are not local to Scotland, uh, to see this movie. Uh, Curtis, what were you thinking before we before we get into the spoilers? And yes, people, this will be a spoiler-heavy review, so if you haven't seen the movie, go see it and then come back and listen to the podcast. Uh, Curtis, what did you think of the like the trailers and like what, what was your anticipation and your thought process before we get in to, to see the film? Were you excited for it? I was, yeah. Uh, so I seen the trailer. I think a good few months before it was actually released. I feel like it was a very quiet. Uh, there was a quiet noise about it. Like it wasn't at all all out there. Yeah, I don't think many people knew it was kind of coming. I feel like unless you were kind of into these sort of films, then you knew it was coming. Yeah. So I'd seen obviously a few of the Marvel kind of like films that've been in the cinema and things like trailers, uh, and it just took took my. I love the whole like Shanghai like J- Chinese Japanese style. Like, yeah. you know I mean, I, I love I love all that kind of culture and things. And I like about Brad Pitt as well, I'm not going to lie. I think Brad Pitt's brilliant. Who uh, doesn't? And I was going to say, come on, handsome man. But yes, no, that just the, I think what the, the whole film was, it was just the whole action, everything about it, the the colours, just everything intrigued me as to yeah. what actually, what, what, what was it that was going to happen? And by the way, like my, my thought going into the film was totally different to what the, the film was as well, so all right, that, interesting. that really, really intrigued me. Uh, I was very much similar. Um, I think this year, especially if you take out the the, the Thor: Love and Thunder, and I think Avatars at the end of the, if you take out these big, everybody's going to see them blockbuster movies. I don't think there's a lot coming out this year. Like, there's not, there's not a cavalcade of like film after film after film. Like, normally I'll know what films I'm seeing every month. Like, I'll look mm-hmm. up IMDb and whatever's coming soon, and I'll be like, oh, this month I'm getting to see it. Planet and August, it. August only had two films for me that I was excited to 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 go see, which was this and Nope, uh, which is out, I, I believe, next week or the end of this week. Um, but yeah, so like, the, I was actually thoroughly looking forward to this film because there wasn't a lot else coming out. I seen the trailer as you say, kind of set in, like, um, I believe it's Tokyo or Japan, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, it's very vibrant with the colours. The cast is great. You've got Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who I now am a fan of because of I loved his performance in um, Eternals. 
Uh, his performance in this is great. A lot of people know him from um, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. He was in Widows. I believe he was in... Is he in that? Um, yes, he's in Atlanta as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a stacked cast. Obviously, I'm not going to give... Oh, no, we can. Right, spoiler territory. If you can, if you've not seen the film, stop watching. So you've even got people like Michael Shannon, Sandra Bullock. Like, it's a really, really well-known cast. And there's even, like, smaller, like, cameos. Bad Bunny, who... I'm not really one with the music scene, but I, I recognize, I believe I it was. I don't film. know him from the music scene, but I know him from like the WWE. WWE. That's, yeah, that's, that's how I know him, him as well. From. But yeah, um, Zazie Beats makes an appearance. Um, Masioka uh, makes an appearance, who was the conductor, who was um, Hero and Heroes. So if you remember that TV series, he makes an appearance. Um, and then you've got the likes of uh, Hiroyuki San Sanada, who. I don't know, like I don't. He's not a, like a, a name that jumps out. Obviously, I'm probably butchered his name as well. But you recognise him from different movies. You oh, go, oh, I know yeah. that guy. So the elder, the guy that the the, the 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 older gent that kind of plays more of a part at the end. But yeah, it's it's an absolutely stacked cast. Um, and it's just I think there's a there's a a passion for me for like random movies where it's like oh we're situ somewhere where we can't really escape. So like. This isn't this isn't a level for where I believe this film sits, but something like Snakes on a Plane, where I'm like, oh, we're all stuck on this plane and chaos ensues. So this is very much like Bullet Train. It's five assassins on uh, aboard a fast-moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common. Um, but yes, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I thought it was so much fun. I think the cast really makes it though. The cast yes. is the casting yes. is absolutely amazing the chemistry everybody had the the whole interlink play with everybody it was phenomenal yes. absolutely the dialogue everything was just top top drawer a eh? because obviously the, the the two the two twins the, that yeah, yeah, has, yeah yeah obviously one actually being american and one is english eh, the americans accent wasn't that no 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 <laughs> right okay right this is where we come from right no they weren't they this was my big thing right i'm a stickler for accents they were both apparently from London. They both look. There's a shot in the movie where you see the two of them as kids watching like West Ham, and that's why like one of them dies. You hear "I'm forever blowing bubbles" and stuff. Brian Tyree Henry's accent was fucking. It was bad, man. It was, it was awful. like it was it, really, really bad. And again, he's a phenomenal actor, and like, I'm, yeah, like I'm not dissing the guy, but. Yeah, his accent. I, I, I really wish he just kept his his accent. Yeah, his accent. I wish, I wish there was something to do there. On the other hand, though, Aaron Taylor Johnson's was really good. I thought his. I oh, thought yeah, his, no, his his was top. His I really liked. Do you know the uh, thing is as well is like, you could tell they were both from London, so like you could you could tell that they were trying to do that kind of Cockney. You, you, I got the feels of like um, I don't know if you've seen the film um, Snatch. With no, uh, oh Curtis, you need to watch that film. It's was, honestly one of the best. I was kind of getting the. Enjoyed. Legend, uh, the Cray yeah, Twins, yeah, yeah. Tom Cray Hardy. Twins. I was kind of getting yeah, that sort of thing. The reason I went to the reason I went to Snatch. Brad Pitt's also in Snatch. Brad Pitt was oh, one of he? the one of the best slash worst Irish accents you'll ever hear. But, mate, if it's not if you get the chance, watch Snatch. It's a fucking great film. Um, but yeah, Brian Terry Henry's accent. It, it there was times that kind of it was London, and then it was kind of Manchester, and then it was very American, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is annoying me. His performance is fantastic. Oh, yeah. The two, yeah, the yeah. two twins, 
I think the twins steal the movie for me. Like Brad Pitt is great in this film, and he's he is very much just as, as Brad Pitt. Um, but he's I, very I like funny, that, very comical. I it didn't make him feel like he was the main character in this. Like you know, what I mean, he was the story's kind of based around him and what he's to do and stuff like that. Yeah. But all the other characters that were within it, like the twins and all that, like it didn't ever feel like they were secondary to him. Yeah, to me, it felt like it was a a fully star-studded cast. Like it wasn't yeah. just a a Brad Pitt movie. It was, you know, what I mean, Bullet Train but- was its was its own movie. Yeah, and I think the good thing about that, though, is like when you look at the poster, obviously Brad Pitt's front and centre, then behind him you've got the twins, you've got Arm Taylor Johnson, Brad T- Tyree Henry, Bad Bunny's in it, Zazie Beats, uh, Joey King. So you do see, like, yes, Brad Pitt is the star of this movie, but you've got all these different players, and that's the one thing that I thought they done so, so well was this kind of, like, how the story all weaved in and out of all these different like characters and players and um like when we get introduced to Bad Bunny's character and then you slowly found out that that Brad Pitt was on another mission to at, at, at his wedding but he also seen Zazie Beats there and it, the way it kind of interwove it kept you it kept you guessing and it kept you kind of like like you you, you were you were so focused on yeah you were so focused on the story and trying to follow who and it wasn't like over complicated by any means but it was like so well done that it kept your interest and you're just like all right how do you know and the fact as well like in the trailer you see the fight between uh brad pitt's character and bad bunny's character he gets killed off really quickly and i was like oh i didn't expect that and i, know, and they... I thought that as well i i thought he was going to be a, like a kind of major part with this because yeah. my, my my thing going into the, the film was that they were all after this uh, briefcase Case. that you yeah. see that that was what i had i had in mind they were all sitting there to do the one job mm. and then when you watch the movie you're like that's totally not what was well it kind of it kind of was as such but not for some of the other characters that were within the train. Uh, and yeah. obviously the twins, the twins had the case and whatever, and they were doing their job. And then yeah. obviously Brad's pit job was to take the case, but he didn't know he was probably taking it from the mm. twins. So it was all, I, I just, I just love the way that they all, they, they, they did the film. It, it yeah. was brilliant. The story, the story does, it keeps you guessing, it keeps you interested and it keeps you kind of wondering like, oh, who knows who and how do they all kind of like, what are their relationships to each other and stuff like that. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, this is a very, very funny film. There's a lot of laugh-out-loud moments, um, particularly for me, the the dynamic between both of the twins. And I realise, like, when you see the movie, if you don't know who these people are, if you don't know who Aaron Taylor Johnson Alan, fucking hell, Aaron Taylor Johnson and um, Brian Tyree Henry are, you'll realise as soon as you sit down why it's funny that we're calling them the twins. But yeah, each of them, them together with Brad Pitt is hilarious, but them individually, like there's, there, there was a point the, in the silent car between uh, Lemon and Ladybug where Brad Pitt and um, Brian were like fucking jibing each other, but also trying to kind of keep quiet. And then you had a lovely reaction scene in that. And then even like... Um, the whole fake gun thing and yeah. we women. Oh, it was, oh, it was very the, funny. The way it was and choreographed then, was absolutely amazing. Yeah, it was great, and like as we say, like you see this very kind of like uh, anime Tokyo. Like there's a there's a whole cart that's to do with a cartoon. It like the visuals were stunning. Uh, the action scenes were great as well. Like I thought they were like the way the scene between Bad Bunny. I think that's probably one of the better fights is Bad Bunny and um, Brad Pitt's fight. 
yeah. the way Brad Pitt uses the case he's going up against him with the right. And that's the other thing as well. I don't know how much I'm going to actually check just now. Um, how much acting Bad Bunny has done? Like he wasn't like he didn't have any overly like speaking roles. Um, I feel like I think I he's, feel only, like he's been think, in a few things. Like I don't know if maybe more traditional, like say, he's, like he's uh, got over he's got over a hundred credits. To be fair wow. to him, a lot of it. Wait a minute, a lot of them are like he, his own music videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But recently, he done Fast and Furious, but I think that was just like a cameo role. And then he's done. He's obviously just done Bullet Train as well. But what I'll say is like he's got a fucking great look. Like for him to play that kind of. Kind of gangster cartel yeah. assassin, like it's he's suited it and he didn't have a lot of lines, but like he is he's, he's the way he held himself and the way he was fighting with Brad Pitt. I'm going, mate, you're you're pulling this and he does and he does great work and it's and it's yeah, really, yeah. really well done. And then you get like again small cameo from some Zaz- from Zazie Beats. I Obviously, I understand it was a choice in the writing. That was one thing else that kind of stood out for me in terms of like when we were talking about negative things was, and I get it was obviously in the script and it's how that character was to be portrayed, but she says bitch like 40 times and she's only got like five lines. <laughs> and it really, I was just like, really? Like, why is, why does she keep saying it? And like, for whatever reason it is, but she, again. Do you think of lazy or? No, not lazy. No, it was no. obviously a character choice that this, this yeah. particular person just likes to call people a bitch. Um and it, it was just I'm just going why is she saying it so fucking often like you, you could only say you could say it like two or three times and again I'm being pernickety here like I'm, I'm trying to find things that are maybe I'm not as favourable with um but yeah I love that I love the what was interesting as well is when we sat down it opens up uh, with with subtitles and like for a good five minutes I'm going oh I I've been the right film <laughs> and then obviously. <laughs> Billet train comes up and you're like, oh no, no, it is. But it makes it sense. When, it was when the Bee Gees kicked in. That's what I was like, right? Yeah. I know it's this film. That's oh like, the music. The music's so well music done was, in this. Like the music they, was classed. They use a lot of like really well known songs, but they kind of I don't know if it's like a, a like a, a Japanese It'll be like a cover dub. or something like that, Aye. like dub. But it it, it it suits and the music choice is great. So I would I'd thoroughly recommend that the um the soundtrack for this is, is fucking fantastic as well. But yeah, this for me, the thing that kind of sells me on this movie most of all is it's between the action and how much fun this is. Like, from, from the word go, it's so fast-paced. The characters are really well done, um, especially like the main ones when you follow the twins and you follow Brad Pitt and stuff like that. Even the story with the dad, um, where the dad's obviously like his son get pushed off. It, it was so strange until you got to the end and then you slowly but surely realised, like, oh, so... I loved. I love when it all came together, though. That's yeah. what I really loved when everything finally came together, yeah. and I felt like it was so well structured for the whole thing. And then it got to that kind of third act, you kind of call it, and yeah. it just went to absolute total mayhem. And I was just like, but I loved it. I thought it was mm. absolutely amazing the way the way that everything obviously ended and the way that all the stories kind of came round. So yeah, I and that's it, it's man. done so seamlessly as well, and it all makes like as I say, it's not convoluted and it didn't get too overly complicated, like. But it's it's interesting watching it for the start where you're watching this wee boy in a in a a hospital bed and this old man's just like oh you're a bad dad like essentially and then slowly seeing it's like oh it was the young girl that pushed him off it was Joey King that pushed him off the thing and then Zazie Beats was the one that was trying to kill somebody else and it all kind of interweaves to Michael Shannon's character um, White Death 
who was the Russian gangster that took over like some that sort of brilliant. Chinese cartel and stuff. And his reveal, like Michael Shannon for me is one of these actors where I sit up and I'm like, oh, it's Michael Shannon. Like he's, he's, I think the first thing I ever seen him in was Boardwalk Empire. I don't know if that was a series you used to watch. Um, it was on like Sky Atlantic or hey, I've, I've, whatever I it was. I remember watching, but I've never, never probably finished it as such. Yeah. Well, he, I was, I'm sure that was the first thing I ever seen him in. And then you've seen him playing Zod and uh, Man of Steel. Um, it, was it, was, in... it was Knives Out for me that, uh, when it clicked. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, he was That's... in that as well. Uh, Shape of Water. So he's done a lot of stuff, but he's just, he's one of these actors that I believe he's very distinctive in how he looks. So, like, whenever I see him on screen, I'm like, oh, brilliant. And he played the Russian gangster very, very well. Obviously, big, massive, over-the-top hair. But this is a big, massive, over-the-top movie. Um, I would love to see how they've done, the st like, the stunt stuff. So, like, there's obviously a lot of stuff where they're falling out the train. And there's a whole scene where um, Aaron Taylor-Johnson's character, Tangerine, is, like jumped on the back of a train and punches the wind there and we like knuckle dusters to get back in. So it'd be interesting to see how how obviously I don't believe they actually done this on a bullet train. But <laughs> like it'd be interesting to see how they There was quite a few bits that was kind of unrealistic, wasn't it? You were oh like, yeah, loads. The bullet train as I say, takes off like that Yurovsky like Yeah. As I say, it's it's really over the top, quite campy, but the action's fantastic. Like the fight scenes are absolutely fantastic. The deaths as well, like even the deaths were like you were kind of sitting there like whoa yeah this is this is a brutal film like this is like insanely brutal like even the obviously we see the the snake that's involved like it's venom makes you kind of like bleed from your eyes and your nose and your mouth and all that stuff so you see that like two or three like the the wedding scene where um where bad oh, bunny's oh. characters getting married like you see all the guests like spewing blood and i'm like whoa this is brutal and then even like some of the fights when you're seeing like knives getting plunged into people and, and stuff like that. It's it's really they, they find a great balance between campy comedy because the, the whole way through the film they keep making the Thomas the Tank Engine joke. And I think it's got I a love fucking, that. it's got a great payoff at the end. Like I even leaned over to you and I was like, ah, he's put the diesel dead stick. I didn't even I didn't even notice that. Oh, I know, even, well that was it. That was, he did it. It was it was so subtle, but I just clocked like something on her back, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the diesel sticker!" So that yeah, you can grass it in. Um, but there was so many, and that's what I'm saying is like I think it's such a really complex story that they've told, but they don't overcomplicate it. If that makes sense, like there's so yeah. many different lines and threads that you need to follow, but by the time you get to the end and the revolution, the resolution of the film. I was satisfied and it, it like you had loads of twists like when you found out like Joey King was was actually the 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 white death's daughter and she was the one that killed her brother and oh that's somebody I actually need to look up and see who it was because I turned around and asked you oh is that is such and the... such so that see the see the the young oh, guy the aye the son Logan Lerman. Oh, I, I feel like yeah, Logan mate, Lerman. You, you are you are you are bang on, mate. That's I a fucking killed it, mate. Percy the Jackson, guy from fucking Percy Jackson. I literally leaned over to cut this, and I was like, oh, "That's that, mental." Is that Percy Jackson in the Lightning Thief? I, I, I generally didn't think he looked. I, I didn't I disagree with you or anything, but I, yeah. I didn't think he he totally didn't didn't look like that. Yeah, I know he had obviously I mean, tattoos and things like that on his yeah, face. So. They made him look kind of like rough and down and out. Makeup team did like really that. well. Yeah, he done great, but yeah, no, I, I I fucking knew it was him. 
And again, he only had a small part, but he, he played his small part really well. And obviously, he was vital to the story and stuff. But like, even like the fake outs and stuff where um, Lemon wakes up, like one of the twins isn't dead. He was just sleeping because he drank the 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 water that had the sleeping powder in it. And it's like it was all so well done and just like great to follow. And it's like for me, in a year where we don't have a lot of films coming out. The this kind of film's usually the palate cleanser for me. Like, so see when you get like these big releases like fucking Jurassic World or the Marvel movies or a DC movie or whatever, like these big, big, like over the top summer blockbusters. When you get a, a smaller film like this that hits, these tend to be like some of my most like if it's not my favorite, maybe the most memorable kind of films that I see. This, this is my year. favorite of the year so far. Hey, this, this is one. this. I think this might be in contention, which obviously I'm glad you brought up. But at the end of the year, I'm hopefully going to try and do like a top ten podcast, like movies mm -hmm. of the year, and I'll be pulling in like Curtis and just loads of different guests that have um that have been on the podcast before, and we'll we'll talk about our our, our top films of the year. But for me, this is def. I, I from what's come out so far, like we've only got what five months or five months left hey, of the yeah. year, mm -hmm. four or five months left of the year. This will definitely, I think, be in contention for a top 10 because it's just, look, is it going to win any Oscars? No, it's not going to win any Oscars, but it's it's probably the most fun I've had watching a movie this year. Brad Pitt. A, re a really is, good cinema experience, definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely thought, like, there's, there's certain films where I'll recommend, like, ah, oh, you could probably wait until it comes out on, like, streaming and again if you prefer that i say i think you would have fun uh with an audience watching this and stuff like there was a lot of laugh out loud moments some of the pattern in it again if you're a fan of like snatch that that's what comes to my mind it's very similar to how snatch was written and stuff like that and it's it's just fun and it's really like i don't know it's just so much fun and it's just like the action's great the story's great the the the, the people the cast, is, great. The cast this... is phenomenal yeah there's a couple of wee things that, that maybe bother you but like for the most part you will go and you'll watch this film and you'll just be like i've had a good time watching this and yeah. i'm sure i'm sure there'll be people listening to this going andrew you're talking shit it was fucking terrible but i know for a fact i guess that i will be having a uh, on the podcast for the very first time very soon loved this film so if he's listening uh sean donald absolutely adored this film i adored this film curtis had a good time as well so uh, oh yeah as i say my, my definitely my my favorite film of the year so far yeah. considering we've had things like doctor strange we've had the batman yep this 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 takes my my number one spot for me i thought it was just it was so different to what has been out in the minute and we're getting like kind of flung down our throats like all with the marvel and stuff like that yeah. like yeah it's an action movie and stuff like that but it was so different to what we've, yeah. what we've had at the minute. And I know there's been a lot of great movies like that. One I've not had a chance to see, like, is it Everything All at Once or something like that? Oh, yeah, Everything like Everywhere All at Once. So I've not had a chance to see that, but I know a lot of people have said that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Well, what I would say, what I would say then in comparison to that film, that film goes bonkers. That goes to, like, 11 on how nuts that film goes. <laughs> Whereas this, as much as it's not a grounded film, it's much more grounded than everything everywhere all at once obviously that's talking about like the multiverse whereas this is more just like assassins which i know isn't a grounded situation but like yeah i love samurais and all that i love love oh, all yeah. that stuff so the fact that they kind of worked in that kind of lore in as well where they were talking about like fucking um 
It was not like gun related. Like mafia that brought in like a Russian mafia guy that then took over. It's so it's so interesting. And do you know the thing as well, right? There's a montage scene where White Death is taking over the the the, the, the head mafia Chinese ma- Japanese mafia boss or whatever it was. It put all I could think when I was watching that scene is. Uh, there's a game on the PS4 and PS5 called Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's rumours that they're doing a film um, based on that. And I am so for that film. Like, I, I, I never used to be into, like, like samurai stuff. Like, I like it and stuff like that. But when I, after I played Ghost of Tsushima, I am so invested in that kind of world and that lore and, like, some of the fights and stuff like that. So, like... It's amazing the history behind all these sort yeah. of things as well. Like and that, that really... would have that would have been probably something that maybe could have happened. That you know what I mean? Like I'm not obviously saying that that was a true film or anything. Far from it, but like that the whole Japanese uh, culture. You know what I mean with the family. Yeah, some of these like stories that, like, definitely wow. did happen. Like you still get samurais today. So like there are stuff that comes from folklore and things that actually happened mm-hmm. and stories passed yeah, yeah. down and stuff like that. So it's definitely based on real stuff, but. It was it, it. I think we see that scene like two or three times, maybe. Uh, once we learn like different perspectives of people, but it, it really put me like it was really well done and really like even the small amount of lore that we got in this film. I was going, oh, if they do do a Ghost of Tsushima film, I, I'll be really because it's something obviously I've got previous knowledge of. I was like, oh, I'll be so invested. But yeah, even somebody like Sandra Bullock in this film, we keep talking about the cast. Sandra Bullock didn't really have a big role, but a small role, a small enough role. But she came in. Yeah. Fun, quite important. Yeah, yeah. We spoke about that as well. That she'd done um what was the name of that? The Lost World? No, the Lost Oh the Lost City. Yeah, yeah. The Lost City. She did that with Channing Tatum and Brad Pitt was a, a bit part role in that. We got a lovely little cameo from Channing Tatum, who to me kills it every time with comedy. I randomly came across a an Instagram reel um where it was they it was Seth Rogan and the, the rest of the cast of this is the end oh, talking yeah, about yeah. how I've, they, I've they, seen it. they were like oh we had this idea for like this like gimp guy that was that was going to be be in it and they were like oh no celebrity will, will do it and then jonah hill was like oh channing tatum will do it and channing <laughs> tatum was like oh i was i was i think i was just too drunk and i agreed to do it but like when you watch that clip of channing tatum and this is the end it's fucking yeah. hilarious and he commits. the comedy he that man has is brilliant yeah Absolutely and that's brilliant and he, and he kind of leans into it and then like obviously the scene in this where he's uh brad pitt's about to offer him money he's like was it sex stuff and i was just like oh it's so <laughs> it's such an easy joke but it's such a funny joke to make um but yeah i guess like, he's i think it's his face as well you know what i mean he's getting quite a, <laughs> a small face for such so, a good like, looking he's... man he can go so like glaker he can go yes. so like kind of deadpan um which makes it all the funnier when when, when you see him do this stuff but yeah, for me, this is this is like a fucking eight out of ten film for me. I think this is great. I think it's so much fun. It's just over two hours, which there were parts where I was like, this is maybe going on a wee bit too long that they could have maybe edited it down. But at no point did I reach for my phone. At no point did I leave to go and do like the bathroom and anything like that. It's a fun film. the The story keeps you engaged. The twists and turns keep you engaged. Brad Pitt. And the rest of the cast fucking kill it. The music's great. The cinematography, it's it's a really well lit, well shot, gorgeous looking film. So I would thoroughly recommend people um get out to the cinemas. It was only released last week. Get out to the cinemas and see this. 
please do because the uh, the thing is even hit its budget yet in terms of uh, monies. And that's it's, the thing uh, as well. Like, mental. Like, yeah, you bring up a point, man. Like, and again, I'm maybe bad for it because like, if you look through our podcast, predominantly most of the stuff I do are like Marvel based or superhero. And you see all these people like, oh, superheroes are killing the bot. They're not. Films like this are getting released and people don't go see them. That's why. Like, like that's the reason. Like, if if these yep. films that come out that that people just are choosing not to go see, ultimately, are the things that are like not killing the box office, but ultimately you're like going, oh, why is it always why is it always like comic book movies or why is it always this? Why is it always that? You've got, you've, they're, they're releasing films. Go see them. And I, I can, give, can I give me a quantity? Uh, uh, Quentin, Quentin, I can never pronounce Quentin his name. Quentin Tarantino. Yes. I, I was kind of gave me those sort of vibes uh, when watching it. I think the yeah. whole and the, the action. And I'm like, if you like those kind of movies and type things that he's, he's done, mm-hmm. then I would, I would highly recommend you go and see it. Honestly. I just, I just, I, you're, you're totally bang on. People complain about the films, and it's just all superheroes and blah, 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 yeah. blah. There's a film right there for you. Go and watch it. It's absolutely amazing, honestly. But that's the thing as well. Is like, I, like even me for myself, like I, I know I predominantly do. So that's why I was desperate to, to first of all go see this film, but then do the review with yourself, Curtis, because I was like, if I can encourage people to go see these different kind of films, it maybe means we get like whether we get a bullet train two or like whatever they want to call it. It doesn't always need to be a sequel, but there's lo- loads of it. Like, Nope comes out next week or this week. Um, the new Jordan Peele movie. I really hope people go see that because Jordan Peele does some fantastic stuff. And it would be a shame if people don't go out to the cinema to see to see these these people putting out putting out this kind of work. Um, obviously, you said it's your favourite film of the year. What what are you scoring it? I'd go an eight. I'd go an eight as well. An eight, an eight yeah. yeah. I'd go a maybe push for a nine I'd push for a nine I think like there, there is pretty much no there's no real faults to the movie you know what I mean there's nothing yeah. there's a couple of things that as you say maybe it was a wee bit too long things could be cut down a yeah. wee touch like the accents and stuff like that but I'm not going to let that take away from the fact that it was a brilliant movie and I really liked his character bear in mind it was a terrible accent because I really liked the chemistry and the connections it had yeah. with both Tangerine and Brad Pitt's character, Ladybug. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I really, I, I'm looking forward to going to see it. I probably will go and try and see it again, hundred percent. Well, that's the thing as well. Is like to me, keeping in mind, I've seen fucking Jurassic World Dominion twice because, like, just for whatever reason, somebody else wanted to go see it. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. If someone else asked me, like, oh, I've not seen Bullet Train, do you want to come? hundred percent, I'm going to go see this again. It's so much fun. Um, there'll be smaller things that I've maybe missed for laughing, or just like things that happened really fast that I'll maybe pick up again. But yeah, um. 100%. They just didn't ever lose their story. Like they just, they just didn't ever lose it the whole time yeah. they were going for it. Like they set out for an idea and they did it, and it was mm-hmm. executed absolutely brilliant. There was no chopping and changing things. Like I didn't feel like it was very hard not to keep up with what was going on. Like yeah. you know, what I mean, it made sense, and that's why they're all in this train, and this is why they're all together. And you know who yeah. it is that's doing it at the end. Uh, yeah, solid movie, solid, solid movie. Well, there you go, ladies and gents. That is our review of the movie Bullet Train. But we want to know what you thought. Have you seen the movie? Are you going to go see it if you were just listening to this podcast to get it spoiled and then just go, yeah, I'll probably go see it. Uh, Let us know your thoughts in the comment section, whether that be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. We are now officially on TikTok. I am slowly but surely learning how to do this. Um, So what my plan is with TikTok is to do small 
non-spoiler reviews on TikTok really short. They'll either be a minute, three minutes long um, to give you an idea of films that are newly released uh, the week that I'm releasing the TikToks. And then I'll be pushing you over to the spoiler podcast that we'll be doing on the podcast, uh, whether that be with Curtis or any other guests that we're doing. Um, to give you an idea of some of the stuff that I'm going to be doing next, we've got Nope comes out this week, uh, going into next week. So I will be definitely doing a podcast on that. Um, we've got, I think that the group stuff's just shorts on it. It's just wee, it's yeah, little, it's like, like, wee episodes. Shorts. I don't think it, it like it, it doesn't have flow in it. I think it's just yeah. like wee stories that, See, like the way I don't know if you've ever seen the Star Wars Visions, like yeah, yes, like yes, that, yes, but it'll yes, be yes, the, it'll yes, be the yes, same yes. kind of. I know they've done. I know they've often. done similar with like Baymax and Doug from the Pixar yeah. universe. So I'm assuming it'll be that. Whether that gets a full podcast, I don't know, but I'll definitely try and get a TikTok uh, review for it. Um, she Hulk comes out in two weeks' time, so there'll be podcasts to that week to week. And the trailers just out as well. Yeah, I'm dodging that shit like it's fucking uh, smallpox, man. I don't, I see too, they give too much away in trailers, man. Honestly, I just I think that's the thing with Marvel, isn't it? They're not really leaving anything for like I know they're like they do a lot with the characters and things nah. like that, but they're not really leaving anything secret. Like, the only nah. thing you don't know is how it ends, pretty much. Well, that's it. I literally, I, I literally just watched like the opening trailer, um, and that's it. I've just re realised as well, 21st of August, uh, Game of Thrones House of Dragon. So I will be doing podcasts on that. Weekly reviews as well. We'll be going up on TikTok, non-spoilers of what I thought of each episode. Um, but yes, that's all from us today. Curtis, where can the lovely people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook uh, at the Comic Nation podcast. Uh, and you can catch myself uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Curtis Campbell Official. Lovely, lovely. If you want to follow me, I'm at Great on all social media platforms. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, we're at WithMatesPod on Twitter and at WithMatesPodcast on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And if you want to follow us on TikTok, we're at WithMatesPod on that. I'm going to try and get as many TikToks. Bear with me, people, if you are following us on TikTok. I'm new to it. I'm really old. I'm in my 30s. I don't really know how it works. <laughs> I'm really old. <laughs> but honestly, like, like I feel I feel so... you 30, fucking... 31 this year? Yeah, 31 in November, oh. man. I know. Tell me about it. But yeah, I'm slowly but surely... Oh, that's cool. I just checked. I've had 241, on the... 241 views on the only TikTok that I've done. So at least people are looking at it. But yeah, I'm going to try and get as many of those out as possible, whether that be... If I'm watching something on Netflix like The Grey Man or I think there's a new one on Disney Plus called Prey, I'm going to try and get as many TikToks out as possible once I start feeling comfortable uh, with how to do them. You can I've do got, it. You can do I've it, got, Andrew. You can do I've it. I've got I've got ideas. I just need to to be brave enough to kind of put them Listen, out there and stuff. I'm going to put this out there. I know he, he will think me, but if there's anybody that can do this kind of type of shit, it's Andrew, <laughs> right? He'll get the filming done. But if somebody can talk for fucking about five, ten minutes about stupid shit, it's oh, yeah, definitely I can, yeah, Andrew. I can do that. So he not, will be the one to do it. So make sure you follow him on his TikTok. That's, that's not what I'm worried about, mate. It's the technical side that I can't fucking figure out. That's because, I'll show you how to do that. That's, that's fine. You can show us how to do that. And that's, we'll get, we'll, we'll get, I'll get out as many TikToks as I possibly can. But ladies and gents, thank you so much for listening. Just a short, quick spoiler podcast. Make sure you go see Bullet Train. Make sure you're subscribing, liking, reviewing, all that kind of stuff, comments, because uh, it really helps us. And it's obviously, I love reading all these comments, uh, even if it's just you agreeing or disagreeing with me. I love of engagement so thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time let us on the binge